Well, welcome and welcome back to the Bill Bennett Show. The Bill Bennett Show with Claude Jennings or the Claude Jennings Show with Bill Bennett. Uh, I Claude. prefer the Bill Bennett Show uh, with producer okay. and editor Claude Jennings. You're the one who buys the priceless art. <laughs> folks, some Thank folks know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Godful conversation about the news of the day and address the threats to America and what's interesting going on in America. Uh, today, I want to do uh, some things on my mind is my attention get Claude's comments. And we welcome yours. So if people want to comment on what we say today, what do they do? Yeah, just email the show, at gmail.com, and we will get to some of those emails on next week's show. Uh, speaking of this week and next week, uh, if, if you could play a little Ricky Nelson lead into this traveling man. Oh, I'm a traveling man. Mm-hmm. Where are you going, Claude? All right. Yeah, well, I'm going to uh, El Salvador. Uh, as I said before, my wife's here. Uh, her mom's black. Her dad is from El Salvador. And we've never been. And so we're going to go with uh, our 10-year-old son, Manny. Uh, her dad's going to be with us, his brother, his sister-in-law, so her aunt and uncle, uh, her grandmother. We're going to go down there and, and visit some family, some people we've never seen before and places we've never been. So that should be pretty fun. We're looking forward Sierra to it. Sierra has never been. No, she's never been, never been. So this should right. be fun, I think. No, no, we're, 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 we're going with the we're going with the uncle and aunt who will make sure that the places we go are absolutely safe. Well, you know, I mean, there's a whole thing uh, happening in El Salvador. They had the new president, I guess, for the, the last year and a half, two years or so. He's been doing a sweeping crime thing, uh, and uh, it's funny because human rights activists are saying this is bad. He's oh sweeping, yeah, sweeping yeah, up yeah, people. yeah. I mean, I think it's been like almost like 61,000 people now that he's sweeped up and put into prison. And he's unapologetically doing it. He said, look, we're going to get some stuff wrong and we're trying to get that right. But at the same time, people who are there are they are complaining. And um, and, and, I, and the citizens of the country are loving it. So I think Tucker Carlson was there talking about that. Mm hmm. Yep. Maybe yep. somebody. Somebody. I, I well, we need it. We need him. We need to bring him to Chicago. Yeah. Maybe we can actually. <laughs> we should do a trade. I mean, speaking of trades, I mean, NFL seasons come up. We should do a trade. Who would we trade for the president, the current president of El, El Salvador to bring them <laughs> to the United States? Gavin Newsom for the president of, yeah, you know, of uh, El Salvador. Okay. Uh, okay. And we'll trade, trade the two. Yeah. All right. How about my man Vivek? Huh? You know what? I've been seeing so much uh, of him uh, on social media. Uh, two two really interesting exchanges that he had at campaign stops. The first one was there. There was, um, uh, you know, I think it was a woman. Could have been a trans woman oh, yeah. or yeah, a tra- gay woman. Trans. I can't remember yeah. who it was, yeah. but essentially. Um, you know, uh, try to get him with one of these questions. He's got your things. And he's just always clear. He says what he says. He's always respectful. He doesn't yeah. back down. And I mean, he won, he won the exchange. And by the end of the day, at the end of the exchange, uh, the individual, uh, had to shake his hand, respected what he said. He's just like, you know, you're free to do what you want. That's the beauty of the country, but you can't force people to accept it. And he says, I don't think that uh, it, it, a church or any member of clergy should perform a wedding that they don't believe in. And yeah. But you have the freedom to give it. I mean, he was, but he does, he's so clear. He says what he believes. There was another woman who said, who said, uh, asked him if he was a Christian. And he says, no, I'm not. However, we have shared values. He said, I'm, not, I'm not running for pastor in chief of the United States I'm running for commander in chief. Um, but we operate off the same values. And, and I mean, but he doesn't, he's sincere in what he says and he believes in what he says. And I, and you were early on him. And I've got to tell you, Dr. Bennett, you're, you're right. 
You're right on point. Did he say what he was? Uh, is he Muslim or Hindu or? Hindu is what he said, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's Indian, though. He's American citizen. Mm-hmm. Went, mm-hmm. went to Harvard, made $500 million. No, he's clear right. as a bell, polite in that exchange. Mm-hmm. Part I took away was he said, you know, I don't believe in the tyranny of the majority. But I don't believe right. in the tyranny of the minority either. Mm-hmm. But he's full of good cheer and happiness. And uh, he's got, I know you're not allowed to say, he's got a very beautiful wife, Indian as well, I think. And she's very talented, very smart. He made half a billion dollars after he graduated from Harvard Tech Company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll see. I guess he's pushing DeSantis now. So we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, There's so many stupid things going on. You you talk about El Salvador. See this thing, these citizens groups in Chicago have said so many kids are getting killed during the day that – Guess what? They're not letting like kids out anymore during the daytime. No, they're they're <laughs> asking the gangs to do their shooting from nine at night to nine in the morning. <laughs> oh, no. Don't oh, shoot in no. daylight. Yeah, that's how bad we are. Uh, you know, we're really a pretty uncivilized place. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, no, that's mm-hmm. that's what that's what they're that's what they're talking about. And I mean, that's just it's horrible. And there's a report in New York about how much it costs to get in one bedroom apartment meanwhile this woman's talking about the rats rats the size of crocs mm-hmm. not crocodiles i guess it's those shoes yeah crocs. but anyway you know these big city mayors big city big state governors you know just a mess well and don't forget uh, about all the looting in stores i mean it's just recently i believe it was in los angeles where you've got a group of what 10 to 15 uh, uh you know youth breaking and in, just busting into a store Stealing stuff and running out. It's continuing to happen. So that's also going on. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I saw the owner of Gump's. Uh, you have been to San Francisco? No, I haven't. Yeah, many times I've been. Gump's was a kind of obligatory stop. It's the old kind of upscale department store. People would meet there for lunch. And mm-hmm. The old institution. They're closing it down. Yeah. Too many homeless in the street and so on. Uh, well, that'll affect elections. It won't win elections. Uh, inflation uh, and prices can can win it now. Inflation's gone down. It's gone down considerably, I think, from something like nine to down to three. But prices haven't gone down, you know. Mm-hmm. People are still paying a lot of money, especially for gas. So um, inflation, I don't know. I think the crime stuff may make a difference. And crime and the other values issues, the culture issues, the Schools, you know, um, this whole business with uh, state regulations or, or saying, you know, if a child comes to a teacher and wants to talk about, uh, you know, uh, uh, gender modification, gender transition, schools don't have to now notify the parents. It's just crazy. This judge in New Jersey is about to decide by the time folks hear this, will have decided uh, whether gender transition among very young children that that request can be hidden from parents what are we talking about hidden from parents they what the hell are you talking about you can't do that several people pointed out your kid gets bumped on the head or they want to give your kid an aspirin they check with you but uh the child says i want to become a a man she's a little girl you don't have to tell the parents give me a break give me a break so uh, you know i don't know i I, you know i i really thought the santa's would do a lot better Trump's still way ahead, but, you know, Trump, 
like Donald, thought he was a good president. I think he's, you know, a bit, bit over the top, put it mildly. But, <laughs> right. but the main thing is, you know, as a conservative, I, I want to win next November. I can't win with Trump because that middle will not go for him. Plus, that middle is going to cut the wrong way for Republicans on abortion. You know, they're just not going to. It's it's like what happened in the 22. It's just not, uh, not going to go Republicans way, whether it's Biden or Newsom, whoever it is. God forbid. Gee, craziness. Anyway, those are some of the things on my mind. Uh, last thing I'd say is this uh, thing at the border uh, just gets worse and worse, 6,000 people a day. Mm-hmm. And now you had this very sad story of, see this, this uh, Marine, this uh, young black man in Texas, he's helping out some woman on the side of the road. This woman came by and hit him in the car and killed him. Mm-hmm. She's an illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm. kills this Marine, you know, family, very forgiving wife, Christian, you know, I forgive, I forgive her and pray, pray to the Lord. He will forgive her. I mean, I, more grace than I would show. Sure. But I mean, it's you know, illegals come in, they you know, kill somebody like this. It's just terrible. Just terrible. I also saw this story. You talk about the border, you know, and of course, with the, you know, death of the, the Marine and then the 6,000 a day, uh, there's also, you know, millions of dollars being wasted with supplies that were sent to the border to build the wall or to at least finish oh, yeah. the wall that are just sitting there. That's just sitting there. Um, sitting in bo- yeah, big, yeah, big walls, big wall, big, big se- time waves. segments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just kind of sitting around. One thing I thought that was interesting is that you see the Biden campaign starting to run on this Bidenomics. Um, but we talked about, yeah, inflation down, but prices still up. No one's really feeling any kind of uh, release from pressure on their pockets. And I was thinking to myself yesterday, I wonder why the campaign thinks it's smart to try to run on the economy. But then when I think about it, it's like, well, what else are they supposed to run on? There's nothing yeah. else to run on. That's that's the only thing that they can try <laughs> to spend as well, look at the economy is working well for America, even though it's not. Because again, we can't talk about immigration. You can't talk about um, uh, crime. Uh, y- you can't talk about foreign policy and, and what's going. I mean, spending billions and billions of dollars in um, trillions, really, in um, a Ukraine. Uh, there's nothing else that you can that you can run on. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's a sorry state of things. And then you know, he, he's just lying about you know how much he's reduced the deficit. All that. And, um, you know, it, you know, it's, it, it's not only wrong and stupid. There's no drill, you know, and no, no more, you know, uh, fossil based fuel. It's awfully expensive and it ends up being corrupt. We, 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 we empty out the, the reserves in Alaska and we're, you know, we're dealing with Venezuelan oil, which is dirty and a dirty leadership there. And, you know, we got to go begging to OPEC. Meanwhile, we could be energy independent. And, you know, you start baby drill, baby drill. You're energy independent. Your prices go down. The gas goes down. You know, why do those dopes see it? At least I think some Democrats are starting to come to their senses on this. I know some are when it comes to the border. You know, I did partly the mayor of New York here who's tearing out his non-existent hair about, you know, about migrants and the cost of migrants. Took a nice hotel there, the the Roosevelt, one of them, turned it into a shelter, and the place totally deteriorated. These people just wrecked it. Of course, the immigrants are mostly these young males looking for, you know, trouble. 
like young men do from any country, but these guys are footloose, fancy free in a new country. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, 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 it's just awful. And uh, Republicans need to win and we need to stop being an embarrassment. Like, please just keep contain your shooting from when the sun goes down, to when the sun comes up. Yeah, no, absolutely. And one other thing, you know, you open the show, talk about a few things you want to talk about that you're paying attention to. Um, I think that's the word, right? Like attention. I, I turn on the news and I'm watching, you know, just catching the top of the hour headlines and whether in MSNBC, CNN, Trump, 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 indictment, indictment, indictment. You know, Fox will go back and forth with some of these things, but the attention is all on Trump and no one's talking about this, the rest of this stuff. Like we need to be paying attention, attention to this. And like you said before, that might be the biggest issue that we have with Trump is the distraction factor. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I know. I know. And where's <laughs> Phil Steele, by the way, Mr. Producer? Yeah, he's hard to get in contact with now. The uh, nowadays uh, with the uh, college football season gear now, but I have been in contact with his producer, and I think we'll be able to get him in the next week or two, like right before right. the start of well, the season. We need to because the season kicks off when? Claude? Uh Labor Day weekend, right? We with no, TCU in no, Colorado. No, no, next next Saturday. Oh, can I, right. Oh, yo, you're right. Yeah, my days all mixed up. Navy, Notre Dame, you know. Navy, Notre Dame. That's 26. Mm-hmm. I hope it'll be good. I don't know. Notre well, Dame. it'd be good just to see some football, I mean. I, I don't know who's in what division these days, conference right. to you. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I know Notre Dame is uh, independent still, and I don't know. I think, I don't know where Navy is. Like in, in conference just, USA, well, there, maybe. yeah. yeah. So in 2024, uh, you want to start with the Big Ten or the Big 12? That's where all the changes are happening. I don't Big um, Ten. All right, Big Ten, you've got your, your regular teams, your, your original, and then you've, you're, you're adding UCLA, USC, Oregon. Wait a, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. You're adding who? Uh, <laughs> UCLA, USC, Oregon, and Washington. Well, that's the heart of the Pac-12. Correct, correct. That is the Those heart four of the Pac-12. games. Part. When? Uh, they're going to start play in 2024. Unbelievable. So the Big Ten will have 18 teams. And who's left in the Pac-12? Uh, well, let's talk about a couple of teams that are leaving the Pac-12 for the Big 12, and then we can maybe we can sub- just subtract. And so the teams that will uh, the teams that are being added here's what the Pac the uh, Big 12 is going to look like in 2024. It's going to be Arizona, Arizona State, of course Baylor, BYU, University of Central Florida, Cincinnati, Colorado. Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, Utah, and West Virginia. What conference is that? That's going to be the Big 12. Oh, read it again. Uh, Arizona, Arizona State, uh, currently in the Pac-12, so they're leaving. Baylor, BYU, uh, uh, University of uh, Central Florida, Cincinnati, Colorado, who's leaving the Pac-12, Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, Utah, uh, and West Virginia. Utah stuck in there. I didn't see. Yeah. About 20 teams. University of Central Florida? Yes. That's the Big 12. That's the Big 12. And so Arizona State are out of the Pac 12, along with UCLA, Washington, USC, and UCLA and Colorado. The only teams. Colorado's Colorado's in the Big 10? Oh, no. They're leaving to go to to the Big 12. Okay. All right, who's left in the pack then? Stanford, California, Oregon State, and Washington. Four teams. Yes. Crazy. Yeah, that's that's that. 
And so you would imagine that they're going to have to go somewhere. I don't know if it wrecks football or it wrecks wrecks Pac-12. Yeah, I think it wrecks the Pac-12, and I think it may wreck other sports, not basketball and football. Because, I mean, the big games will be big games. People will adjust. We'll still watch them. But, uh, you know, when you're talking, you know, swimming and soccer and baseball and softball and stuff like that, it'll affect that. But um, it's just where things are. I hate to see the the regional, you know, rivalries and stuff leave college football. But maybe they'll still find a way to keep them. Uh, you know, regional, but these kids are going to have to travel all the way across country for, you know, games, several games a season. I, 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 like, I like the regional thing, you know. All right, let's get back to existential threats to not football, but to the country. China, getting stronger, being more aggressive on the world scene. We're not. Very worried about it. Didn't even mention it in my opening, but my number one worry is China. Number one worry. We'll see. And what's interesting to- too, the big the big news about China. I mean, one uh, as a recent uh, is how the economy in China is slowing down, and the economy is bad. And I mean, you know, you you talk about being able to take um, advantage of certain situations uh, uh, with foreign policy. I mean, if China, if we had a strong president, you know, maybe that's the time to put more economic pressure on China at a time when their economy is down. But it doesn't seem like we are interested in. Anything remotely close to trying to contain China, um, which seems to be posing the biggest threat right now to America. All right. So next Thursday is the first debate, a Republican mm-hmm. primary debate. Uh, we're going to talk about it Friday. We would love you to email the show Thursday night after the debate or very early Friday morning. to Include your email, which we may read on the air, your reaction. Mm-hmm. Who won, who didn't, who looked good, who didn't. Uh, love your reaction to it. And folks, we will uh, have uh, next week, we'll... Talk about the debate. We'd like your reaction. And uh, we'll have a, we'll have a, the return of Claude Jennings and family right. in El Salvador. So we'll hear about, mm-hmm. you know, don't yeah, jaywalk. Well, don't jaywalk. You might get arrested. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try go to, to keep jail in El Salvador. No, goodness, no, I don't. Ugly American. Rich mm-hmm. guy north of Richmond. That's you. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's that big song out there, you know. All right, folks, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. So do after the debate next Thursday, late, send us an email early uh, Friday morning, send us an email. You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. Bill Bennett Show.